Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Just between us. Hey! Just between us. I'm a writer, director, and I have six ear piercings. Hey, I'm Gabby Dunn. I'm a writer, bicon, bisexual icon, wink, and a big fan of Allison's Hello, <laughs> which opens every show. Thank you so much. It's it's kind of keeps the vibe up. You I, know what I mean? I hope so. I really enjoy just like rituals in terms of this podcast. You've stuck to the singing, the international question. Yes. You've stuck to opening with a hello. Almost in that exact same tone every time. People like consistency. It makes them feel safe. It does. This is Just Between Us, a variety show filled with heartfelt advice, ridiculous games, and brutal honesty. And today's episode is actually going to be a bit different from our other episodes, <laughs> despite us just talking about your love of consistency. But um, this is going to be a themed episode. Because this episode is actually sponsored by SK2, which is a prestige skincare brand uh, from Japan and is the official skincare brand of the Olympics. And they are doing this incredible global campaign called Beauty is Hashtag No Competition. And basically, the conceit of the campaign is that um, it's tied with the Tokyo Olympics, which is obviously based all around competition. Right. But SK2 is calling out the fact that there's one place where there shouldn't be competition, and that's about beauty standards and toxic beauty culture. Oh, and we were like... Uh, yeah, we're on board. Yeah, this we were is, like, oh, is, I'm sorry. What was I can't? Okay, yes, we support this. We A thing that we have beat the drum about constantly <laughs> yes. on this show. <laughs> so today's episode is kind of going to be all about toxic beauty standards and us kind of breaking down why that's happening, how to fight it, what we can do better. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to have a very exciting interview with one of the campaign spokeswomen. Oh, yeah. We got uh, we got to talk to Simone Biles, Olympic superstar. Yeah, Simone you guys Biles. heard of Simone <laughs> Biles? I don't know. The greatest gymnast of our time slash ever. Yeah, we got to we got to go and meet her and interview her for this show, which was just like super surreal and awesome. And so she obviously joined up with the campaign as well because she is someone who has, has faced, faced yeah. a lot of criticism about her body, a lot of like that toxicity. Mm-hmm. People are constantly commenting on commenting her Instagram, on her, some yeah. like trolling garbage. And she's someone who's constantly just wearing a leotard in front of the entire world. Yeah, that's rough. <laughs> so we get to talk to her. We're also going to do the normal segments of the show, but just within this idea of like beauty, what, standards, beauty standards and how the toxic beauty culture. Is hashtag no competition. Love that. Thanks. I love that for us. Yeah, me too. Uh, um, okay, but first, not even but first, to start off, mm-hmm. hit it. International question. International question. International question. Annette, Latvia. So Annette says, Lately I've been wondering how to distinguish societal beauty pressures people put on women from the beauty routines slash procedures I actually enjoy doing. Oh, man. 
For example, I really love red lipstick and wearing skirts slash dresses. Very comfortable. But sometimes I think people view this as an attempt to fit in the mold of looking classically feminine. And it makes me question my style choices. Am I doing this for me or for society? Mm. Is there a thought process you follow when you're wondering about whether you're doing something for your own happiness or budging under the pressure society has put on you? Okay. So one, the main thing is comfort. (laughs) If you... Uh, feel comfortable in what you're wearing and what you're doing, bingo, you've nailed it. Right, because I think it's really important to say, like, we're not saying that, like, the way that you you should all just wear, like, sweatpants, yeah, 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 yeah. garbage sacks. Like, you know, (laughs) I think that honestly, like, the way that we, what we wear and how we do our hair and our makeup, it's it's our way of, like, presenting ourselves to the world Mm -hmm. and saying, like, this is, like, the first impression that you're gonna get an idea of who I am and that's wonderful the problem comes in is when you're comparing that yeah or when you're stretching uh out of your comfort zone to be like I need to look like this other person I need to look like this uh and it's something that's like actively uncomfortable for you I think for me a big thing that I've discovered is that like I'm not good with fashion yeah okay (laughs) well sometimes sometimes like I'm good at my very basic classic version of fashion yeah but like i've spent a lot of money on these like pieces that are like kind of more like wow or like a little quirky or like more Uh that that pushed me out of my comfort zone yeah and i just it's not for me yeah (laughs) yeah and you when you see someone who is doing that do you feel bad about yourself no i'm like that's so cool that they could do that but also i've written books and write podcasts and i i'm creative in so many other Other ways ways. like what about you do you right are you good at versus like you would never be like oh my god that person kayaks so well i'm garbage for not kayaking like you know what i mean uh I okay so here's my journey when I started being a writer I had this assumption that if you're a writer you have to look dowdy oh because that's how you get people to take you seriously interesting you have a certain hair color you have a certain thing that you wear Mm -hmm. which is like schlubbier hoodies whatever it is uh and you you have to look like you've just been writing all night and you're a genius (laughs) that's like literally what I thought so I never wanted to look feminine in any way Because I thought people would look at me and be like, well, that's not a serious writer. That's just like some girl. Right. Uh, Which is, I mean, get into the sexism there. (laughs) Uh, And so, uh, but then I slowly went through a thing where I was like, you know what? It's actually rebellious to have long blonde hair and red lipstick Mm -hmm. and be a writer. Like then I had this idea of like now I'm actively going against society. And like, you know what I mean? Now I'm I'm like a smart girl who's blonde. Which, like, again, again you're what? just still trying to stick it to society in, in some, some way, way versus what you just want to do naturally. Then the sec, the third wave of this <laughs> was then I I decided that um, I needed to look very masculine because I had a boyfriend and uh, I'm a bisexual. Mm-hmm. And so then you'll recall all of these yeah, phases. I, mean, I know all so the phases. I cut all my hair off, basically uh-huh. shaved my head, yep. started dressing very masculine. Yes. And was like, this is me now. To the point, I bought like masculine swimsuits. I had like masculine mm-hmm. underwear, like all this stuff. And I was like, now, now uh, come at me, society. I have a boyfriend, but I look like a lesbian. Uh huh. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> Again, me pushing up against society. Right. Then I grew my hair out and now I just look what I looked like 
the in the first in the round. beginning. <laughs> I've gone completely back to what I looked like at the start, and it's so much better to not have like conforming to standards is one thing and then also fighting standards for so long is so exhausting and so I've just gone back to nooch just neutral but I I also think that there and I've been guilty of this where like when my sister would like take a long time to get ready or like Uh wear fancy stuff and then she'd be like I'm doing it for me yeah I would be like yeah right like it was very hard for me. No, I think that for a lot of women that is the case. Yeah. But it's very hard for people to accept that that's what's happening. Yeah, totally. That like that someone does a full face of makeup because that's what they want to do yeah. versus they're trying to impress other people. Totally. And so I've tried really hard to change my mindset on that and just being like that person's just they want to do that. That's yeah. like they're like I think I think makeup for a lot of people is like a hobby and it's like an art form. An art form. And you know, and style is too. Mm-hmm. And so like Totally. Uh, I, I think maybe my sister was telling the truth that whole time. <laughs> yeah. I think like if you find skirts and dresses comfortable, if you feel good in them, if you look good in them, if you love lipstick and you feel like that makes you you and that's like yeah. the cherry on top of you being you, then like go for it. Like don't overthink it. Like I love sometimes you see women who just like always look like dressy, mm-hmm. like no matter the situation. And I guarantee that your dressing up for them helps them mentally. Yeah. It's like, like a battle uniform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I had, I remember this teacher I had said that like she had a student who whenever she was like extra dressed up, it was like, cause she was going through a hard time. And so she was, you yes. know, she was like fighting it by looking good and feeling, you know, it's oh, kind yeah. of like sometimes if you're a certain type of person where this makes you feel better, it helps it's your like, mental health. Yeah. And it's like your first line of defense. Yeah. Totally. So honestly, I think that the biggest thing you can do is just do whatever the frick you want. Yeah. Do what you want. Yeah. And also, it's okay if like one day you wake up and you don't want to wear lipstick. Totally. Or in two years, you like go through a pants phase. Right. I think sometimes we feel like we have certain looks and that we have to maintain those looks. Mm -hmm. But like, you could be like Gabby. You could go through... (laughs) I change so many waves yeah. of, of appearances and you can honestly change day to day, you know, like mm-hmm. I think that as there's so many different aspects of our personalities, there can be so many different aspects of like our style and the way we present ourselves. Totally. And to like embrace that and to not and to not worry what other people think, because this is such a, a moment where you when you have to turn the tables around and be like, do I care if that girl's wearing lipstick? Nope, no. she looks cool. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? So just like. assume the grace that everyone is giving you for yourself. Right, right, right. And also, like, um, I know that there's this uh, association of femininity with less intelligence or Mm. less seriousness. um, And so maybe that's creeping in for you a little bit. And, like, you don't have to subscribe to that. That's not true. Like, being a woman is awesome. And I think that it sucks that sometimes we feel like we have to, like, go against that to like be taken seriously yeah that's what I thought like anything feminine I was like you can't be taken seriously as a writer if you're wearing pink I what was, <laughs> I was listening to this podcast about this this couple that was raising their kid gender neutral right so they had a biological a girl who still identifies as a girl years you know like yeah. as a teen now but when she was a baby the mom was very much like look like I don't want her 
you know, like playing with Barbies or like wearing mm-hmm. all pink and like, you know, she I got her like toys and stuff and like trucks and like and I was like, that is not gender neutral. No, that's that's it, masculine. Masculine. Like yeah. that's you saying that like neutral excludes things that are traditionally feminine. Oh, that's the whole thing with gender neutral. Right. It's stuff. like you include everything. Everything. You don't just cut out stuff that's traditionally feminine. Right. And so that's a big mistake. So I think you're just responding to that. And yeah. I don't think that that's accurate and wear whatever lipstick and skirt you want to wear and honestly back to the first point be comfortable oh if that's what you feel good in if that's what doesn't hurt your belly we support it oh yeah everyone should be allowed to wear skirts they're so cozy yeah i get a little cold (laughs) (laughs) okay if you want to submit your international question send it to just between us pod at gmail.com that's just between us p-o-d at gmail.com Stick around after the break. We're going to have tough questions, which includes our interview with Simone Biles. Stick around. Hi, everyone. Allison here. Anyone who knows me well knows that I love to read. I am always looking for new books, and that is why I'm so excited that this episode is sponsored by Book of the Month. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. It was so fun for me to get to pick which book I wanted to read this month and have it shipped right to my door. Book of the Month makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you can't go wrong. Every aspect of the Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. They have a highly anticipated release at the beginning of each month. Books are delivered in this really adorable bright blue box, and there's a fun app to help you pick your book and track your reading process. They also offer great values on new release hardcover fiction. It's much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free. And with a loyalty program, you get rewards and even lower prices the longer you stay as a member. My first book from Book of the Month was The Husbands by Holly Gramazio. I am tearing through this book. It is so fun. It's basically about this woman who one day comes home and there's a husband in her apartment. And she's like, where did you come from? And then she figures out that every time her new husband goes into the attic, a new husband comes out. And she's, she's like shuffling through all these different husbands from the attic, trying to figure out which one is the best. It is right up my alley and I love it so much. So if you want to take part in book of the month and have a brand new book shipped right to your door every single month, go to bookofthemonth.com and get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That's $5 off with code PEDALS. I cannot recommend this enough. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Welcome back to Just Between Us. It's time for the juiciest, most scandalous, controversial segment known to all of podcasting. Tough questions. 
Today we are here with beauty influencer, beauty expert, host of the podcast Natch Butte, which is one of my faves, Jackie Johnson. Hi. Hello. Big surprise, guys. We didn't intro her before, so you'd be on the edge of your seat. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Who are we going to talk to about beauty? The top beauty podcaster. That's right, sweetie. <laughs> Who's here? So honestly, we're going to do something a little bit different. Um, as we mentioned before, we did interview Simone Biles mm-hmm. um, about toxic beauty and her personal experiences. We want to play that interview now for you and also mm-hmm. the listeners, and then we're going to discuss the interview. Cannot yeah. wait. Almost like think of this as like a fun lecture where the teacher's like, and now we'll watch a video. This is like a YouTube reaction video. Yeah. Yes, I'm exactly. sitting with two YouTubers. Yes, yes. Exactly I know the lingo. Like I can hang. <laughs> okay. Hit the interview. Well, this is very exciting. Um, <laughs> definitely our most famous guest of all time. Uh, please welcome Simone Biles. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, first of all, incredible. Just, yeah. You're just incredible. <laughs> <laughs> you want to just lead off with yeah, that? Yeah, that was my first comment. <laughs> um, but we're talking to you about no competition, basically mm-hmm. how beauty has become this thing that has taken over, especially women's lives, mm-hmm. and how everyone feels so competitive with each other. But this campaign is really against that. So what kind of inspired you to get to be a part of the campaign? Yes, I feel like I've gone through personal issues that have made me want to pair up with this campaign. Um, beauty is no competition and nobody should tell you what beauty standards should or shouldn't look like. So that's the message that I want to portray. It's a pretty good message. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything's gotten incredibly toxic. Yes. Especially with the comments that they showed in the videos. Like, yes. unbelievable. Like, mm. who thinks to leave a comment like that? I've, ne- I don't, I've never even commented something positive once. Yeah. <laughs> Do you feel like as a gymnast, you're faced with even more unrealistic beauty standards mm-hmm. than your average woman? Yes, most definitely. Because we have to wear Leos out there. So we're already exposing a little bit more parts of our bodies that we are uncomfortable with. And then people start talking about your looks, your muscles, this and that, and then it just gets in your head. So I just try not to look at some of the comments and I just go out there and do me, be me and see what happens. Do you just walk down the street and think, I'm stronger than you? I'm stronger than you? (laughs) No, not anymore. Um, I feel like whenever, maybe I was in sixth grade when I used to get a lot of comments about my muscles I did um, from the guys that used to make fun of how big my muscles were. were jealous. Yeah, I just used to think like, I could probably beat you up, but that's okay. I'm not going to. (laughs) If I wanted to, I probably could. Um, But you know, my muscles helped me in the gym world, so. Yeah, I think that that I could beat everybody up and I don't have any muscles. It's just <laughs> I pure could beat you arrogance. Up. You could beat me yes, up. Absolutely. <laughs> what would you say to young girls who feel pressured to look a certain way? Yeah. Just be yourself because at the end of the day, that's what you can do best and it won't matter what other people think. I feel like it took me so long to get to a point where I don't care about how I look other than just for me to be happy. Yes. And it's so amazing. Mm-hmm. It's just like a weight off of our shoulders. Yes, because you're not walking around nervous yeah. or paranoid that somebody's looking at you for some reason. You're just like walk in confidently everywhere you go. I shaved my arms and I used to be so worried that someone would touch my arm and know. Yeah. You, but like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? <laughs> I like that you didn't stop shaving your arms. No. You just feel fine about it. I shaved my arms for me. 
That wow, that's so beautiful. It's so soft. <laughs> I mean, I think also like you know, you're a little bit younger than mm-hmm. us, and like I think growing up with social media, and even someone who's not a gymnast gro- mm-hmm. or you know a YouTuber, like growing up with these comments. I mean, you just think about like the kid living their life in a midwestern yes. town who's like seeing these comments mm-hmm. too. Um, what would your like advice be for a kid like that? Try not to look at the comments. Um, be yourself, and just you're beautiful inside and out. What would you want society to focus on instead of physical beauty? How well you do at your sport, at your work, in school, whatever that may be. Um, it doesn't always matter what you're, what you look like. Yeah, especially for gymnasts. I mean, I don't know that that many people talk about male gymnasts mm-hmm. in the same way. Yeah, there's no like, there's no. I think because the bodies are more traditionally, yes. like a lot, you know, allowed to be muscular, mm-hmm. and just they're so on display, like you said, having yes. to wear just a leotard out there. Exactly. It's yeah. Could you speak at all to? Uh, I know in the panel you were talking about how far you've come in terms of not mm-hmm. letting things affect you, but that journey of first being so vulnerable to yes. outside opinion. I feel like being in social media and being in the public eye, obviously there will be people that don't like you or don't like your appearance. And as I've grown older, um, I've realized that it doesn't matter what other people think because I'm comfortable in my own skin. I think I'm beautiful inside and out. Um, But it's taken years for me to feel comfortable with that um, and grow that strong bone. I think it's so good you admit that because – I, at least for me, I always feel like silly when I let it affect mm-hmm. me, you know, but it, of course it's going to affect you at first. And then yes. you have to like talk yourself out of that. Exactly. And then eventually you get the thicker skin and you're like, mm-hmm. screw it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's like when you talk back on Dancing with the Stars, oh, yeah. like eventually it gets to you and you're like, I have to say something. Yes, of course. And I felt like I was at that place where no matter what I did, it wasn't right. So I was like, no, I'm going to stand up for myself no matter if they like it or they don't. And. That's just what happened. And it resonated with people. Because yeah. <laughs> you were, can you say what you said on Dancing with I the said Stars? Smiling doesn't win you gold medals. <laughs> Put it on a t shirt. I'm going to tattoo that on yeah, my exactly. back. <laughs> <laughs> and before we go, just what is something you're most proud of, whether it's on the yeah. mat or off the mat, just in your life? I feel like right now the person I've become, I've grown um, a lot since 2016 to mm-hmm. 2020, um, and I've matured a lot. So hopefully people see that. Um, because it's something I've been working on really hard at. Isn't it wild how much you can change? Yeah, it is crazy. I look back and I'm like, well, I know. <laughs> yeah. And you had to do it with everyone watching. Yes, exactly. Thank you so much for talking to us. You're welcome. Um, this is amazing campaign. You're amazing. And now I got to go tell my sister because she's obsessed with you. Yep, thank you. <laughs> You'll finally impress Jocelyn. She's yes. never been impressed before. <laughs> <laughs> thank thank you, you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. I'm sweating oh, listening to that. I know. I we like, did a good job, I think. I was just as nervous listening to it back as I was doing the interview. Yeah, I think we did a great job. Oh, Jackie, do you think we yes, did a great it job? it was really beautiful. And what a queen. Like, I know. Oh, I'm so inspired. Yeah, she was really great. And a trooper. I also loved the discussion about the muscles. Yes. Because I think, like, historically, it's like women's bodies have to look such a specific way. Mm-hmm. And even, like, when bodies are a certain way because of what you do, like, if you're, like, a swimmer or a runner yeah. or a gymnast, it's, like, 
that should be like a celebration that like exactly you're, the you're, way that it is for men a lot of the time right like you, that you worked so freaking hard to that achieve you, this that you are now like a, a perfect physical specimen for yeah. whatever it is that you're doing but and instead like, it's just like oh your thighs look big I don't like that. It a lot of it is like I don't like to gaze upon it as a man, so therefore it is bad. Right. Okay. Move along. <laughs> what a concept. I know. Yeah. So okay, one thing that she was talking about was like the changes from 2016 to 2020, and I feel like like this campaign, there's been a lot of movement towards body positivity, and you've been in the space for a long time. Yep. So can you speak about to, that time? I would say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can you speak to like what you've seen change as someone who's deep in it, like in terms of uh, what's celebrated or what's like the the positivity right. going from one body type being accepted to all of a sudden like more visibility? Right. I think the one thing that I have noticed and that I am so appreciative of is the removal of the filter. Oh, Oh, like on Instagram? Yes. Like I always, I mean, sometimes I will do that one right swipe and I'm like, damn, I look good. But most of the time (laughs) I'm like, I fight that urge Yeah. because the truth is skin has texture. What Mm -hmm. a concept. (laughs) And we all have, you know, blemishes every once in a while. And, you know, oh, heaven forbid a hair is out of place or whatever. And the more we show that, I think the more visibility there is to the fact that, hey, we are all human beings and it is okay to not look perfect every Mm -hmm. second. Because I can only imagine how hard it would be to look at those pictures and be like, everybody looks so nice. And when I look at my skin, I see skin. I don't want to see skin. I want to look like a filter. I remember the first time I saw that quote unquote pretty filter on Snapchat. Do you remember? They call it the beauty filter. And I was like, I'm an angel. (laughs) And it like, it's dysmorphia. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I really appreciate is just when I've had some guests on my show that are like, I don't use filters. I don't edit my photos. Mm -hmm. I love like Lolina Dunham, not, you know, I don't Photoshop my photos. I keep everything. It's like, everybody needs to pull back the Photoshop finger, honey. Yeah, totally. And more people are, and more people are being honest about that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never use filters, and you never have, not once. I never once. have because to me it was just like I, I maybe I had premonition, but it was just it felt like I don't want people to see things that are that are unrealistic. Right, you literally have to take ninety thousand photos to get yeah. like the one. Yeah, like I'll be like, okay, oh, one hair is out of place. Fuck. Yeah, it's like the perfection has gotten so out of control. Yeah. And I also just think that, like, what you said, like, that there's one specific way to look. But, like, I think that Shrill has, Mm -hmm. like, done amazing things in terms of, like, showing different body types. And she looks gorgeous throughout that entire show. Like, she's so fashionable. Like, Mm -hmm. her hair is stunning. Like, she's, like, I I mean, like, I like that they weren't, like, and she's going to just, like, be against beauty standards. Right, you know what I right. mean? Like she still like looked so she looks put how together. She wants to look. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And it's like gorgeous. And it's not <laughs> just like beauty isn't just for one type of exactly. person. And that's yeah. The one thing I want to really talk to y'all about is like the comments and reading the comments. Yes. Okay. I thought yeah. that was super fascinating. Right. Yeah. Because I've learned I remember, like, we all remember our first shitty comment. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember my Tumblr. Like, somebody was like, she has a voice like a linebacker. (laughs) And I was like, yeah, no shit, I have a deep voice. I've been hearing that since I was five. Like, But also that they're going to go after your voice, which you can't change. But but why? Why? Because this person had a problem with themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's what we have to remember. If somebody, like Gabby said, I haven't made a comment in my life. It's because, yeah, because... 
I don't care. I would never comment negatively about anyone else on the internet about anything. Right. Yeah. Why? Especially what you can't change. Right. Which is the thing, even about really terrible people. Like if it's like a celebrity who's done something awful, um, I don't find it uh, uh, like cathartic or whatever to be like, and they're ugly. Right. I think it's like, Focus on what the person did that was wrong. What they have control over. What they have control over. And I would never comment on what someone has no control over, like their voice, like, uh, you know, their hair or their skin or whatever. Like, that's not that or their body type. Like, that's that's not um, getting to the heart of what's wrong. Right. (laughs) And I also just think, like she was saying not to read the comments. It's like, yeah, because she doesn't need to read the comments oh yeah she doesn't have to she should never no one should ever show her a comment ever (laughs) your life is so busy and so productive and so great like don't even yeah do you remember Gabby Sidibe was like oh boo hoo as I read these comments on the private jet to my dream job yeah "Yeah, honey yes like that's what I'm saying like yeah you I understand wanting to read the comments and I understand that need or like or the curiosity but I stopped reading like um, re- reviews and things like yep. that. And it freed me up so much yeah, because yeah. I just know if somebody went out of their way to like let me know something. And I'm, I'm not talking about like a constructive, constructive criticism. criticism I, yeah. I, I That's fine. I'm talking like something like you were saying out of your control, whatever. Honey, look inward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like why are you pointing that out? Like you were saying about the men like pointing out bodies. I'm like maybe you feel weak. Yeah. Maybe you uh, don't feel yeah. like you're enough. Right. I feel, I'm sorry for you. I know that happens. We've all been there, honey. I hope you find the help. You're uh, as much a victim of uh, beauty standards as exactly as you are a perpetrator of them. And have you ever talked to guys like guys? A lot of men feel insecure that they don't look quote unquote masculine or strong yep. or like the mm-hmm. ideal body type. A mm-hmm. lot, especially like we all hang out with like nerdy comedians. Like yeah. I've had so many conversations with them where they're like, I just wish my arms were bigger. And I'm like, I've never heard a man. Yeah. Like talk about his body like that. They compete with the, I mean, they compete with each other. You ever been to the the gym? And the standards they're they're put up to as well. Yeah. It's not just for women, you know? And also, I think losing their hair is like a really big thing. Cause that's, you know, it's one thing if you've always been short, you've just been short. But like, that's a big change that happens and that's like out of their control. That's what I was going to say is that I wrote down when we were listening to the interview, I wrote down, looks fade. You can't control it. Mm -hmm. Like you're, you're running a a marathon that you're going to lose. Right. Right. Because there's no, there's nothing you can do to live forever. Yes. So in the meantime, uh, adhering to these things that are impossible and not achieving uh, the things outside of your looks that you can achieve is a waste of your time, pretty much. I always well, you'll love... drive yourself nuts. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. I love the phrase, uh, looks fade, stupidity doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like when you're trying to pick a romantic partner. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to ask, like, as a person who does this for a living, what beauty stuff is important versus what isn't? Because there's right. a difference between skincare and, like, some sort of charlatan thing that's not going to actually do anything for you. Right. Well, I think mental health and self-care are always number one priority mm-hmm. and, and, and pursuing your own happiness. Mm-hmm. So if something is going to make you happy, don't ever feel ashamed of wanting to pursue that or totally. look into that. You know, like, oh, I just really, you know, wish my hair was red. I've always wanted red hair. Honey, get red get hair. Get that hair red. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So 
that's the number one thing. But I think also it's just like you deserve care. Mm -hmm. You deserve to be clean. You deserve to feel nourished. You deserve to stand in front of the mirror and like rub a cream on your face and look in the mirror and say, I love this face. I'm grateful for this face. If you have itchy arms, you deserve non-itchy arms, (laughs) you know? And I understand it's these weird little mental things where like I used to not shower and I was like, why am I not showering? It's because like, I don't think I deserve that. I don't think I'm a, you're a piece of shit, you know? And I was like, no, I deserve to be clean. I deserve Mm -hmm. to be cared for. Yeah. And so I think it's all just about, you don't have to have the serums and you don't have to have this extra skincare routine. You just have to know that you deserve to take care of yourself. Yeah. And and, and it's about you. It's yes. not about competing with anyone else. Of course. Yes. And if you want those serums, then get them. Of you course. Know? That's what I mean. But it has to be for you. It can't be because oh, totally. like, your neighbor has, you're like, I need to have what they have. But I think there might be this sense of like, oh, I shouldn't like waste my money. It's not. That's but bullshit. It's, bull- no. it's not true because like, oh, you're not going to like go to the movies either. Like mm-hmm. you're right. not going to like go out to dinner. Like the you take it, you give yes. yourself the things that you want when you yeah. when you're financially able to do that. Yes. Because it yeah. makes you happier. Yeah, totally. And and also you don't have to judge things as frivolous. Like nothing to you, frivolous if it matters if to it you. If it matters to well, you, that, exactly. I just had Jeffrey Marsh on. They are a like online kind of non-binary Mr. Rogers. And they said something very interesting. They said, beauty is often discounted. Because women are often discounted. Yes. And I was like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yes. I see you. And when you say beauty, what you – I think people have this misconception that beauty is one certain thing or looks a certain way. And you mentioned mental health. You mentioned self-care. Like, beauty is like – I think the word is misunderstood. Yes. And so that's why it's it's seen as frivolous. Yes. And, like, as long as you're not – as long as you're – focusing on yourself and like caring about yourself and putting on the clothes that you want to put on and ignoring whatever voices like you don't deserve yes. to do this then godspeed to you mm-hmm. i think that i think you're right jackie this thing of like you deserve to feel good you deserve to feel like um like you're beautiful whatever that means to you and if and if that means being the smartest person in your class and that's what's beautiful then like go for it how do you um as a person who's in the beauty world and as like an influencer, how do you not let the toxic stuff come in? Like, how do you not let the that over? Yeah, how well, do you not it com- does. Compare yourself all it, the time it to defi- other people. It definitely does. Um, I have definitely had some therapy sessions about like dysmorphia and also about aging mm-hmm. um, because I'm in my mid 30s. And like Gabby was saying, like the time keeps rolling. Yeah. yeah. And you can't do anything about it. Like, I had a wrinkle that came up on my cheek and I literally was sobbing and it was and it was and I'm gonna be honest like I'm not proud of that but I was like I just went through like a crazy year and I got a divorce and like Mm -hmm. when you go through something like especially like a long breakup and and you're in your mid-30s in the most ageist city in the world right and all you really wanted like you realize what you want and I'm like oh I want a family oh shit now I'm on a clock Ah! (laughs) it's like I'm fine with the idea of being like a fierce older lady and honestly I'll probably that's when my career is gonna really take off like I'm more of like an (laughs) Allison Janney you know what I mean like I'm like I'm gonna be that like hot funny sitcom mom 
mom. Oh my God. I'm happy with that. But I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I want a couple more years. Keep the wrinkles back. Yeah. You know, but I, so I had to really process all of that. So I have a lot of reprogramming to do as well. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. And I think, again, balancing out your feed with positive accounts, all bodies, all genders, all mm-hmm. sizes, all everybody, people you don't hang out with in real life that you don't have around you. Follow mm-hmm. those accounts, you know, really just take a look at what's out there and um, seek your happiness, honey. And I also think that there's something to like when you feel good, you look good, you know, yes. like Jake, I was asking Jake, like uh, if he's been like is that your is that y'all boyfriend boyfriend. he's in like something you know some sort of fishing comment where i want him to say he's the happiest he's ever been in his life sure 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 i was like oh like you know like are you so much happier now that you're with me i don't know what i said but that's what leads to the fact of like well i don't know i don't know if i am but like people keep commenting that like i look great or and like that's you know, because of you, Allison. Thank you so 100% much. hundred percent because of you. <laughs> but like you know, when you feel good, like yes. you you kind of radiate that. Mm-hmm. People um, keep telling me how happy I look. Yeah, and I feel like that's like the old. Even my dad, like I was Facetime with my dad a few months ago, and he was like, "I truly just am in awe of how happy you look." And I like started <gasps> sobbing. I'm I love. And Dad's dad comments are just oh, like dad unrivaled because you get one like every five years. That's but it. It's, it's just like it's unbelievable. really telling. <laughs> yes, it's really telling when you get a dad comment. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, because they don't notice anything. Yeah. Well, honestly, one of my things was right before my bat mitzvah. Taking it back, uh, I got my hair done at the salon, and my dad took me, and I asked him if he liked it, and he said, "It doesn't matter what I think." Uh oh. Oh yikes! And so then I cried from uh-huh. that moment <laughs> until my bat mitzvah yeah, later yeah. that day. <laughs> Did you have fun though? I ended up having a wonderful bat mitzvah, but it is one of those things where, like, at the time, I remember being like, "Of course it matters what you think. If you don't like it, it must be awful." But yeah. now I'm like, but "Yeah, he's like my old. He's like my dad." Parents like, have yeah. a very specific like way of looking at you, yeah, yeah. and like they his... like to see you in a certain way. And yeah. he he has such specific standards when it comes to hair which is right. like very you know so like now like if I if I had a hairstyle or something and he was like I don't you know it doesn't matter what I think I'd be like you're right it doesn't <laughs> yeah. matter I want to know what you had for your bat mitzvah what it hair it wasn't great so oh, it yeah. was it was like a half up with like curls on top that sounds okay. cute but what I did have I had a dress that also had a jacket oh, so for cute. in synagogue I had my long sleeve jacket <laughs> and then once we got to the party jacket spaghetti off spaghetti straps oh baby. yeah wow that's really lovely I've never been to a bar or bat mitzvah you have I'm that? so Oh, I've only been to a couple, to be honest. Really? I oh, I, I had one every weekend. Yeah. I had one. I mean, the Jewish community of Florida. So I had one every weekend. And let me tell you, you want to talk about competition and beauty standards? I needed a new dress for every yeah, single of thing. Yeah. Of course, you and did. if I didn't, I was garbage, and everyone at school was going to think I sucked. And we it was all like, it was like a uh, you would walk into the synagogue and check what everyone was wearing. Oh yeah, and you knew who was rich because they had certain clothes that you didn't have and. Uh, it was a full nightmare for me all of middle school. All the time I'm like looking at women and like admiring their outfits or like a, their shoes or something. And I'm just so worried that like they think that I'm like 
criticizing that. But like, if I'm looking at you, it's because I think something you're wearing is cool. <laughs> like, and your first instinct is always to go like, what's wrong? What's exactly. wrong? Exactly. I know. Yeah. And I hate that. I was in the elevator with this girl the other day and she had the cutest like um, acid wash pink jeans. Ooh. And I was like, my instant, I was like staring. And then I was like, I have to say something or she's going to think I'm an asshole. I was like, right. I'm sorry, your pants were the cutest pants I've ever seen. And you're yeah. never <laughs> expecting it. Right. When someone says something nice, you're always like, oh, re- oh, real? Oh, that's what that was? Oh, yeah. Oh. I think that we should on here right now make a pledge that when we see something we like we say it okay yeah if if you see it then say it also if you see something say something stop it (laughs) you know what i like i like talk uh people's nails oh i like if someone has really nice nails clearly they cared enough to have that done so i'm like your nails are amazing beautiful jackie (laughs) they do look amazing i've been admiring them this whole time (laughs) if i'm being honest they're a a coral a salmon coral color yeah they're kind of an orange Orange. Mm -hmm. a peach orange yeah i love Mm -hmm. i got my nails done like a special pattern um and then I went to go pick up Indian food and the woman was like, oh, I love your nails. And I was like, thank you. I just got them done. <laughs> yeah. You think I got these for myself? I got them so you. <laughs> you would notice. Woman at the restaurant would notice yeah. them. But honestly, nails is such a um, such a thing where it is kind of for myself because I look at my hands More than anybody else. Yeah. I, I was a natural nail person for years and I had always make a point to be like, yeah, don't waste your money getting your nails done. But again, I think that was like some kind of judgment or something. Yeah. And I started getting them done last year as sort of like an offset to my wedding ring being gone and like having to right. kind of process that. And I'm never going back. Honey. I love it. And especially if you do Instagrams, like I do a lot of Insta stories where I'm like, here's my package. And I'm like, honey, yes, we have a Vanna White moment. Yes. You know, so I'm always going to have the nails it, now. Like, it brings me joy. Me too. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> And just, Do you know what else brings me joy? Oh, here it is. Hypotheticals. Oh, hypotheticals. Okay. <laughs> so hypotheticals is a game where Allison gives us a hypothetical situation. We decide what we would do okay. in that situation. You can ask as many questions as you want. Oh, I cannot wait. We will be wrong. <laughs> okay, our first game. Is this person an alien or just rude? Okay. While at the doctor for a checkup, the nurse takes out a measuring tape and measures your hips. She then announces, perfect for birthing, and smiles encouragingly. Is this person an alien or just rude? Wow. What, what is she using to measure? Um, just like a like, measuring tape? Yeah, measuring, but like a cloth one. It, it, is this part of the medical exam, or was this just done kind of um, she, extra? You've been to this doctor before, and no other nurse has ever done this. Interesting. Is she doing other measurements on your body? No, just your hips. Is she writing it down? No. Is she trying to get you pregnant? I can't answer that until I hear your answer. Okay, Jackie, your your thoughts? I'm going to say just rude. I think she's an alien and she's trying to impregnate you with the future of the alien race. Well, you're close. So she's not trying to impregnate you with the future of the alien race. She um, just knows that you will one day give birth to the future of the human race oh. and wants to make sure that that labor will be easy for you. Got it. Okay, well, because nice. and she did that by uh, uh, convincing me that something is wrong with my body. No, she said perfect for birthing. But okay, but then that's the assumption that all women want to have babies, and I take issue. So she could is an alien and also rude. She's an alien and <laughs> A she's rude also alien. rude. Yeah, you don't comment on other people's bodies. I agree, and also like stop shaming women for having natural births. Like, what if I want to have a C-section? What if I have to have a C-section? Yeah, like, exactly. I don't need that trauma. And that's competition as well. Yeah, it sure is. Okay, I feel attacked even though it was... I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Okay, go to the next one. Okay. Are you a terrible parent? 
Okay. Your adult daughter wants to get stem cell fillers in her face, even though it's a new procedure that hasn't been FDA approved. You are worried about the potential complications, so you offer to drive her to her appointment. You get lost on purpose and make her miss her slot. The next appointment isn't for another year due to a long waiting list. Are you a terrible parent? Within six months, all the clinics have been shut down by the FDA. You're a good parent. I think you're a good parent, but I also feel like you should have just been uh, transparent about how you were <laughs> feeling instead of hiding behind a guise of, oh, my ways app messed up. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think you're a half good parent. Yeah, like, is it your is it your place to intervene? How on- old is the kid? 37. Wait a second. I said adult daughter. Yeah. Okay. And uh, why are you driving them? Because you like your buddies. But can't can't you say I don't approve of this? If you want to go, go on your own. But I can't I can't be part of it. Yeah, you could say that. That's not what you did in this hypothetical. <laughs> okay, so I think you're a bad parent because you're not um, communicating That's effectively. That's how I say. Yeah. And do you think that parents should ever interfere with like beauty stuff with their kids? Well, yes. Okay, so this is the thing: is that you can be on- you should be honest with them about how you feel in terms of like. like confronting it head on rather than just going around it and pretending you got lost. Like, I think if you have kids and they're really struggling with like competing with their classmates or like beauty standard type stuff, uh, you, you should talk to them about it and, and make sure that they are like Jackie said, seeing real people, seeing Instagram accounts or seeing pictures of, or hanging around people who actually look like real people and realizing that there's like uh, you know, this normalization of toxicity that there shouldn't be. Also, let me tell you something. Okay. As a parent, as a parent, do not talk shit about your own body. Yes. Do not talk badly about your own body because your kids hear you. Mm-hmm. And my mom has done this her whole life and it puts a little voice in my head because she and I look alike and when she criticizes her own body it makes me feel like she's criticizing my body and she knows that I've told her that before so if you're a parent don't uh, criticize yourself or your kid's body or kind of anybody's body anybody's body because your kid can hear you yeah Mm -hmm. um Really good points. So we've touched on what's going to be our third hypothetical. Oh, okay. Which is a brand new game (gasps) called What Do You Do? Okay. What do you do? No, it's more like, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do with Allison Raskin? (laughs) Okay. What do you do? Your daughter has been comparing herself to her best friend who has a short pixie cut. She decides that she needs a short pixie cut, too, to look more beautiful and asks you to book her a hair appointment. What do you do? I think you should say, do you actually want a short pixie cut or do you just want to compete with your friend? If you actually want it, hair grows back. Happy to have you do it. And that's a lesson, too. Hair grows back. But that would be a lesson like, oh, maybe I should stop comparing myself because this is not right for my bone structure. You know what I mean? Like, that's a long lesson. I actually don't like it. (laughs) It's like at least a three or four year lesson. Yeah, Yeah. I actually don't like it. Make them have that three or four year lesson? Well, listen, if your kid wants to get a certain haircut... I would just say, why do you want to get that certain haircut and really get to the bottom of it and then be like, okay, well, how about we do some, there's all these fun apps now. We could try on the cuts and see if you like them. And if they say, I like that, then go, great, I'm going to take you and you're going to get it. Yeah, I think you should let your kid kind of do what they want. I had an ex-boyfriend who uh, all his like, 
toddler pictures, he had pink hair. And I was like, why do you have pink hair? And he's like, I asked my mom for it. And so she dyed my hair pink. So and cool. I was like, really? I and he was cool. like, I Me mean, too. it washes out. Who cares? Like, I was four. I was like, why did you want pink hair? He's like, I don't know, probably like Power Rangers or something. Like, I just was like, I want pink hair. Yeah. And I think parents really get wrapped up in that. And like, just let your kid like express themselves. Totally. Right. I totally feel that. And again, if, if the kid hates the haircut, then be like, well, honey, this is a lesson. Like, now you next wait it time, out. you know, because... I think that's also super healthy for any person of any age range. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to make a drastic change in your appearance, think about it for a good year. Yeah. <laughs> and if you still feel that way a year later, then maybe it's yeah. right, you know? So maybe you're like, okay, let's check in in two weeks and see yeah, if you still totally. want this haircut. Yeah. And, like, give me some reasons that aren't just Jillian has this haircut. Right. You know? Also, do you think she's in love with Jillian? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Look, there is a phenomenon in the queer community where you start to want to look like the person you have a crush on. That's just that's just the it's culture. Science. That's science. You know that's what? culture. Yes. Uh, thank you so much for joining us in this important discussion, Jackie. Where can people find out more about you? Well, if you want to listen to Natch Butte, both of the ladies in the room with me have been on. <laughs> so c- come check it out. Natch Butte is a podcast anywhere you podcast. And you can follow me at Jackie Michelle Johnson. You can follow my dog at Hello, I'm the Chooch. <laughs> oh, yeah. She is in the room right now. Chooch has a more glamorous life than all of us. She's it's- so cute. And uh, Natch Butte on Instagram. Thank you. Stick around after the break. We're going to be discussing what makes us feel beautiful. Welcome back to Just Between Us. It's time for Topics. X, 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 X. Baby. Baby. Beautiful. Wow, this has been a lot to process. Oh my god! Episode. Yeah, oh, we've talked about so many good things. I'm very excited. Um, so let's just wrap it up with like a brief conversation about about what makes us feel beautiful. Because I think you were right that the term beauty in itself is like, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's so confusing. Uh-huh. Like it's ever changing, both yes. like personally and societally. Oh my god! Of course. I mean, everybody knows that. Like back in the day, like more voluptuous bodies were considered like more beautiful and then you know in the early aughts it was like popular and in the 90s to be like you know stick thin and then now it's popular to be a little bit more voluptuous again like there's no way to win it's all over the place i think that's why this campaign is like so timely because it's so relevant it's because we're finally ready to have that conversation yes totally you know so it's not like if you feel like if this had happened like 15 years ago everyone would have been like shut up yes but now like everyone is ready to like actually confront this thing people and- are being more vulnerable and more open and like sharing and more um i feel like people are being more kind to each other yeah definitely so what makes you feel beautiful so I was thinking about this, and honestly, I really love my earrings. <laughs> yeah, you really have a lot of earrings on. And it's such a weird thing that's, like, kind of just, like, come about. But, like, I I put a lot of thought into, like, my earrings, and I, like, try to, like, switch them up. And I have, like, this cool earring that's, like, connects two of my piercings. And it's just, like... As much as I say, like, oh, I'm not, like, into fashion, like, I think I'm into earrings. Yeah, you have, like, six earrings in. Yeah. And that's, like, kind of, like, a, a little bit of showiness. Yeah, like, it's my funky. It's, like, I feel like it's, <laughs> like, the part, the one part of, like, my body that's, like, funky. Yeah. I also yeah. love my tattoo on my arm. The little flower thing? Yeah. Like, I, whenever I look at that, I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. 
I love my tattoos also. I have a lot of tattoos and I and I always like them. And when I'm feeling down, I like to get another one. Oh, yeah. Because then you're like, oh, look, I added some art to me. <laughs> I hung a painting, basically. I feel beautiful when I've gotten enough sleep. Oh, yeah. When I feel well rested, uh, I can see it in my face. Because when I haven't gotten enough sleep, I feel like I can I can just see like this cloud over myself. Yeah. But when I have gotten enough sleep, unstoppable. Beautiful. I feel beautiful when I like make people laugh. Aww. I know that's like weird and silly, but like I feel like, oh, even if it's just like beautiful in terms of like an energy. It is. It's a lot of energy based. Yeah. Stuff. Like if I'm like talking to a group of people and I'm like making everyone laugh, like what a freaking high. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, everyone's looking at me for a good reason. Yeah. And everyone's yeah. enjoying me. And like, you know, and same if like if you're in a meeting and like everyone is just like listening. Yeah. My favorite thing uh, about working out is that when I can lift my laundry basket. <laughs> I measured it as like when I first started working out, I could not lift my full laundry basket. And at the end of like a year of working out, I can lift my laundry basket. That's and that's it. That's literally all I wanted. <laughs> I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And you that's the that's kind of the only because like you nitpick your own body or whatever, but that's kind of the only like tangible thing is like I could not lift my laundry basket last year at this time and now I can lift my laundry basket. You've achieved something. <laughs> it's like tangible achievement. <laughs> I think that like I used to think I had such small boobs, but now I'm like, I have wonderful boobs. Oh, yeah. And, like, part of that is, like, I gained weight, and so they're, like, a little bigger. But, like, I'm, like, really – I'm less, like, really into my boobs now in I a fun way. I remember that whole situation where you gained weight and you were, like, look at my cleavage. <laughs> and, like, that was, like, big for you. It's very thrilling. Yeah. That's so funny. Because it was a part of my body that I always thought was lacking for, like, you know what's funny? very long. Ugh, it, this is comes down to, like, competition. But, like, I, I, I always thought smaller boobs were more attractive. Well, and that's I always like, thought, it's grass see, is I always thought I, yeah, I always thought I needed bigger boobs. Gra- and now I'm like, no, like, my boobs are great for my body. They're proportional. Like I, but grass is greener. You right. always, and like that's how you never win. Is exactly. that if you like treat beauty as a competition, you will never win. It's so true. Tamika, do you want to come in and talk to us about beauty? Ooh, what are your thoughts on toxic beauty standards? Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> well, I I'm glad that there's more positive messaging for the next generation mm-hmm. of young people out there for sure. I, I mean, there's mixed messages still that's still problematic, but they have more positive images out there now, so that makes me happy. Yeah, this campaign is doing this really cool thing where they're doing um, they're teaming up with six different Olympic, Olympic athletes. athletes, and like sometimes it's like an individual athlete, and then one is like, um, like a volleyball team, and they're making uh, animated shorts like about six shorts yeah. about each of these different like athletic duos or groups or person uh, competitors, and each one focuses on a different aspect of like a toxic beauty standard. So like Simone's is about um fighting trolls. Yeah. And then like So the troll like the comment troll is like this like huge beast that's like Yeah, that she's we saw fighting. like a preview of it. It's really cool. So we're going to put a link in the show description for you to watch the trailer for this series which is called Versus. So like for example, Simone versus trolls. You mm-hmm. guys get it. You get it. You know what versus means? Um and then you can um watch out for when all of the series launch and you can watch all 6 episodes uh which will be even more fun. Oh yeah, we saw like previews of them and they're incredible. Yeah, so check out that link and then also we're going to be doing another podcast uh centering around 
beauty standards, standards and um, competition, competition, toxicity, all of that. So if you guys want to send international questions specifically about that, that would be awesome. And that episode will be coming out in May. So you have some time to let us know what you're thinking. Yeah. So send it to justbetweenuspod at gmail.com. That's justbetweenuspod at gmail.com. And ask us your beauty standards, beauty competition questions, and we will answer them in that episode. And also you can suggest uh, like a relevant uh, topic for topics about that too. Yeah, if there's something sure. more specific you want us to get into. Oh, yeah. We love suggestions. And and we are, like, you know, very dedicated to what this campaign is promoting, which is that beauty is hashtag no competition. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Uh, Tamika, what would you rate the episode? Mm, um, five out of five T-shirts that say smiling doesn't win gold medals. <laughs> So oh, great. Okay. So Put great. it on a mug. Right. You know, it was so you know, good. Honestly, that's the best rating we can give for this show. I know it was perfect. Thank you so much to Simone Biles for letting us interview her. Thank you to Jackie Johnson for coming on and talking all about everything um, that she knows so well. And Just Between Us is hosted by me, Allison Raskin. And me, Gabby Dunn. Our engineer is Brendan Burns. He also composed our killer theme music. Our producer is Tamika Weatherspoon, and our supervising producer is Josephine Martirana. Our executive producer is Chris Bannon. Just Between Us is a production of Stitcher. Beauty is hashtag no competition. We love you, Simone. Stitcher.